and welcome to the Tales of Longbox podcast. This is episode 378. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Spotlight on DC Comics, Wonder Comics, I, I don't know which. Wonder Twins, number one. Circa 2019. 2019. 2019. Yes. Uh, I am Chris Mosby. I, and I am. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I, I did finish it. Sorry. No, I was just going to say I pulled up a uh, thing on Wikipedia about the Wonder Twins for those that may have may or may not know who they are. But go ahead. Ah, well, I, I was just going to say I'm Caleb Gerard, and I, I'm I I know who they are. So this this is you're you're not you're not preaching to this choir. It's a whole different congregation that you will be. Yes. Uh, educating. But I just real quick before you before you dive into the wiki Ooh. on the wacky wonder twins. <laughs> I see what I did. Yeah. Never mind. I like the logo. I really like that logo. Yes, um, I didn't notice it before until I didn't either. Ago. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. Ditto. Ditto. Um so <laughs> educate those who who have no idea about Saturday morning cartoons in the. I'm going to. I'm going to guess without looking at the wiki page. I'm going to guess late. No, early 80s, like 81, 82. That sounds about right. I haven't actually looked yet. I don't see where it says it. Really? Maybe in 84, 80s. I don't know. Wow. When, no. Uh, let me see when the all new Super Friends Hour was. Ah, yeah, yeah. It ran from 1977 to 1978. All new Super Friends Hour. That's where they're. So. 70, two two seasons. Two yes, seasons. Yes. Which I do think wow. was on uh, DC anyway. Okay. So Wonder Twins are Zan and Jaina, our fictional extraterrestrial twin brother and sister superhero duo. First appeared in Hanna Barbera's American animated television series, The All New Super Friends Hour. They subsequently appeared. Now, see, this was the part I did not know. Uh, subsequently appeared in comics based on the animated series, which I knew that. But later introduced yeah. into the main DC Comics universe. They have appeared in yes. other media, including series as Justice League Unlimited, which I do not remember. Teen Titans Go, it seems like I remember that. And in the live t- action TV series Smallville. Now, I did not know that. I did not watch all those. I only watched a handful. Uh, only the Legion episodes, really. Maybe a couple others. I had no idea they were on Smallville, so I must look at that. Well, yes, I, I will not, but I will take your word for it. I, I, I do recall they were part of the extreme, extreme Justice series. The one that I was with Captain Adam. Just yeah, reading company. that. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah, later in the series. So, but it's not this. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a more it was a more extreme version of the Wonder Twins. Mm-hmm. I'm sure um, it was. As opposed to this version, which is more in, more at least visually more in line with the cartoon yes. version of the Wonder Twins. Yes, they um, replaced the uh, Wendy and what you call it, Marvin. Marvin, that's right. Oh yeah, they're the and Wonder Dog. Wonder Dog. <laughs> oh my god they appeared in the fourth issue of the jla avengers i didn't see that oh yeah they sure did i just i i, I okay side note 
Side note, I've been retro reading the past couple weeks. So I started, I finished the, the Fraction, Matt Fraction Hawkeye series, oh, which yeah. uh, held the hell up. That was so good. Yeah, I got the omnibus of that. I need to read it. I will be buying the uh, either the trades of it or the omnibus. I don't know if I'd buy the omnibus. It seems it's a little a little bulky. I'd probably buy the trades of it so I can reread it whenever, maybe once every couple of years. It's so good. Yeah, um, great... But the other one, I just go ahead. No, I, I, that's really great. It was it was it was tremendous. It, it held up incredibly well. And then the other one I just reread and just finished it yesterday was JLA Avengers, oh, God, uh, which. Well, here's the thing. It is really good. I, I, I will never take away from it. And the, the, the way that it's presented is really good. There's just there's certain panels that um, you need a you need a bigger format than my reader to, to appreciate. Uh, well, yeah, the detail on it is just it's just too much for. A, I've got a, a what a, a twelve inch reader. Um, it's and even that is too small for some of those. Yes, I was uh, lucky to pick up the uh, supersized edition before they they started calling absolute editions. I actually got mm-hmm. that the big one where it's like mm-hmm. twelve by whatever, and uh, it's huge with the companion thing. It's got reprints of the first JLA Avengers that uh, Perez tried to do. So, yeah. Oh, the 12 pages, the 12 pages or mm-hmm. 15 pages or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. it's it's huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was lucky to get that slightly damaged on Overstock back when they actually had comics on there. I have to trade paperback and I and I if I'm mm-hmm. going to read it again again. So I've read it many times. I think this oh, is yeah. probably my six six or seven time of reading it through, mm-hmm. but um you, you, there, there's just panels, and again, I did note, and only because I just reread or just read this Wonder Twins comic, mm-hmm. I did see that those extreme versions of the Wonder Twins uh, in uh, in the big ending battle, where they just basically Perez just said, "Okay, anybody I haven't done yet, I'm just going to throw into this battle." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that probably anybody. Be, have- yeah, because I think I even. It was on sale on Comixology, so I mean that would be one to do the guided view where you do panel by panel. Mm-hmm. That that would help, especially on the um, on the reader. Some again, some of those panels just so so oh, yeah. much detail, uh, unbelievably dense panels. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, especially in the fourth issue, especially the 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 prior issues. Just because there's limited characters, there's a couple panels where some, a lot of background stuff mm-hmm. is really detailed. Like when they first visit the collector, right? Um, uh, his area that very very detailed. But that last issue, there's that it's I think it's like twenty page panel or mm-hmm. twenty pages of, of battle mm-hmm. going on uh, where they're where they're going for Krona, mm-hmm. and it just they he they keep switching characters and switching characters. And it's like oh my god, it's yeah. so yeah. dense that cover double page spread cover that he did i remember they mm-hmm. had to delay the comics uh it got delayed because he hurt himself doing that and he still forgot a character so what are you gonna yeah, do yeah exactly yeah which is he still forgot to put jarvis in there the uh picture on our uh front page as a matter of fact of our yeah. podcast one of my yes. favorite people ever 
I I'm sure that he sold he gave it either to someone very special to him or sold it for a gazillion dollars at yes. auction somewhere. I also have of that which it's painted by Alex Ross, but the penciled that poster they made for Crisis that's six foot tall. And it's like I don't know, maybe you know it's like four or five foot tall and six foot wide. I actually have that too. I have no idea what you're talking about. They did a, um, if you've seen the hardcover of Crisis and it's got that mm-hmm. huge double page spread of and it's got um, oh sure yeah 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 with it around the edges it's got mm-hmm. the, the the all the the, the worlds and stuff yeah yeah and, uh, it's, it's got, got all the bad guys in the background it's got mm-hmm. all the, the good guys standing and you got yeah yeah Earth One Superman holding Wonder Woman and Earth Two Superman holding um. Supergirl, you know, they're sure. doing the crying thing, and mm-hmm. it was drawn by Perez and painted by Alex Ross. They actually made a poster. It's, it's six foot Jesus. long and four foot wide, something like that. It'll fill a whole entire thing. I, I actually got that years ago. It's a big one. Yeah, it's huge. One of these days, I'm going to put it up. I don't know. Cool. I, I had... I completely blanked on that but yeah i i, I have the um again pre-ultimate or pre uh absolute i have the hardcover edition of that yes i which was which was all screwed up they yes they messed up that they did i actually have that 11 i think yeah i yeah. remember it's like we'll never reprint this again and then they did the absolute which i have that <laughs> and i have the trade as well <laughs> i'm silly. i'm silly like that but they would never reprint it again no, and again. ever. And again. Ever. I think they put out the deluxe edition not too long ago. And then they did um, the Crisis Companion, which is in comic, on Comicsology as well. I got it, and it's basically all the tie-in. There's a second volume coming out. But all the tie-in yeah. issues of all the comics that was going on at the time, all collected. That's pretty cool. Ugh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember harassing my, my comic shop owner mm-hmm. when that uh, that when the hardcover was coming out. Where's my book? Where's my book? Yeah. Where's exactly. my book? Remember and he's that. like, I don't know. I don't know. Shut up. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Go away. Okay. So. All right. Hey, we're totally off topic. So That's Wonder Twins, right. number one, uh, circa 19, 2019. Uh Championed by Brian Bendis, Brian Michael Bendis, uh-huh. for his Wonder Comics. Chris? Yes. Oh, you went dead for a second. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah. So championed by him, but not written by him. This was written yeah. by uh, not one of my favorites, Mark Russell. Um, but that's just I, me. I have no idea who that is. Mark totally Russell. We, we talked about it briefly last week during yeah, the during. You didn't really care for him, but I don't. I can't remember yeah, anything no. done. He uh, okay. So huh? he's gay. He's gay. Let's just let, put that out there. So okay. he writes. He writes agenda-driven comics, ah. and I don't have a. This is. I don't necessarily have a problem with an agenda in comics, and especially nowadays, I think it's important that as many voices get heard because okay. there's so much. Uh, there's so much pressure to oppress. Uh, certain voices from our from our leaders, right. but at the same time, 
it's the same thing that we're like, you know, if you watch a show and a black person calls a white guy whitey, but there's no way in hell that that white guy could get away with calling them blacky. I mean, it's, it's just like, okay. it's so Mark, Mark Russell's things are very like the gay character in his comics is always the smartest one in there. And every, every awesome. non gay, every non gay white guy in the comic is, you know, a, a bumbling idiot or whatever, okay. or, you know, the women and the women who are not, you know, uh, hanging out with the gay guy or, or okay. any, I, I get, I, I, have a problem with those that uh, push the agenda in such a way that it makes everyone else into a negative stereotype. Okay, that makes sense. That make yeah, sense? I just looked him up and it says uh, he's the author of God is Disappointed in You from Top Shelf 2013, a modern retelling of the Bible with cartoons okay. by a New Yorker cartoonist Sh- Shannon Wheeler, as well as okay. a follow-up book about non-canonical Christian and Jewish texts called Apocrya Now, Top Shelf 2016, writer of the comic book reboot of Prez, that was six issues, uh, run by Ben Caldwell, the Flintstone comic book series for DC Comics, drawn by Steve Pooh, he was 2017 announced the comic book, Hanna-Barbera character Snagglepuss, in 2018 yep. he was nominated for the Eisner Award for Best Friend. Sure, and that's was nominated for two Eisner Awards, including Best Limited Series and Best Humor Publication. Okay, sure. And as I as I said with no hesitation last week, Flintstones number one was I didn't even make it through half of the issue, and I I will I will try it on 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 the Paul French seal of approval. I will try again, but that Mm -hmm. is not uh, it's not high on my list. I'm not going to rush out and reread it. Um, That's that's just not going to happen, and. Even though it, this comic that we're talking about today, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, again, it's not—it's not like redeeming him in my yeah. brain just yet. Maybe a couple more issues of this, or maybe if he does a second series where I'm like, okay, this is good, mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, I'm—I'm—I can. Yeah, see, I can that. My thing with it was, I was expecting more. Well, for one thing, I didn't realize that uh, Bendis wasn't writing it until I actually started reading it. Ah. And so that kind of threw me off a little bit. And I was expecting fun, but a little bit more serious, like the other mm-hmm. two, like Naomi and Wonder, uh, Young Justice was. So ah. it was not quite what I expected, but still, you know, I liked the art, too, so it helped. Yep. Yeah. No, it helped. Speaking um, yeah, speaking of, that, of the art. Patrick yeah, Gleason, so we got Patrick Gleason's Steven or at Planet Comic Con. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just. No, is it is it Steve, it's either Stephen Byrne or Stephen Byrne? I don't know which is it. Uh, Stephen, I would look looks like Stephen. So he's this this dude's doing the art. He also did one of the covers, but also this Dustin Nguyen cover is yeah. so good. It's so beautiful. This painted one with the uh, yeah, with the that. the headshot of Zan and then mm-hmm. Jaina standing uh, in there, and then Gleek, who does not actually appear in this comic. Uh, I swore I saw is, him in there. Did he? Well, we'll go. Um, this is my second read through, so yeah. we will keep a, a, an eye I out. I know he was on his, the cover. His, maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and maybe it is. And and the uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the Zan on this uh, Dust in the Wind cover mm-hmm. it looks like Spock. Yes, as a matter of fact, I was reading uh, further down, zipping through that they um, were actually. Uh, where does it say it? 
Uh, yeah, they their look was inspired by. Oh well, there you go. Hey, what a coinky dink! Somewhere and there. by the way, yes, there it is. By the way, Star Trek Discovery rocks, but that's a different. Okay, so um, Discovery. Discovery. Good. Yeah, good, good it's food. a good show. Good sci-fi show, but it's not a good Star Trek show. Now that's a whole nother podcast. That nerd, sorry, nerd, just nerd, saying. nerd. Anyway, geek. Okay. All right. So, all right. So we start off at a high school here. It's yes. the Morris High School. Uh, their their mascot is the Wolfpack, which was my high school's uh, uh, mascot, and it's also my daughter's high school. Wow. So, well, they're the they're the wolves. We were the Wolf Pack. Uh, different high school, but very. Are. Uh, so we got an announcement. Good morning, Wolfpack. I have a rather sad announcement. This morning, Toby, the science lab's hamster, has passed away. And there's a bunch of kids walking through the hall, and they couldn't care less. Uh, they really couldn't. And the title of this story is It Gets Weirder. Again, Mark Russell wrote it. Stephen Steffenburn drew it and did the cover. Dave Sharp did the letters. Uh, I was just there's reading- no color I was just reading that uh, their original names were Dick and Jane, and the uh, monkey's name was Mighty Monkey. Well. Before they changed it. And there's going to be a circus with sad elephants, uh, apparently. And this is so. And the fall dance theme, Delusions of Grandeur. So, again, you, you can see the subversiveness coming in, and this is. Pure Mark Russell. He likes to take the the trope and just uh, just twist it so makes fun of it, but also makes fun of everything else. And we see uh, first panel of page two. We see uh, Jaina in glasses talking into the the PA system. Uh, we will all miss Toby terribly, but then to hurt is to have lived. And we see a bald guy with a beard saying, who's the new girl? And then a gentleman next to him, an African-American, says, that's Jaina. Oh, She's so shy. I thought doing the announcements would bring her out of her shell. According to this, according, mm-hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt again. According to this, the personalities were heavily based on Donnie Marie Osmond. I would have thought that uh, that would have been uh, Marvin and Wendy, but okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right, Sandy's so all that's some teacher of the year's that work, Greaves. And they're back and forth, and there's some more announcements, and there's a um, there's a recruitment for the uh, track and field being led by the Flash, apparently. And then there's a uh, tell us about your ancestors uh, thing in another class, and a poor kid is dressed like a Dutch boy and then telling us about that they like mayonnaise on their fries, which if anybody's watched Pulp Fiction does know that. And Trevor, who's dressed like the little Dutch boy, gets a standing O. And the teacher introduces Zan, who's going to tell us about his his uh, culture. And he says, I come, from, I come from the planet Exor. On Exor, there is no poverty, nor violence. People don't even commit crimes unless they're like really bored and it looks like a lot of pixie type people on their world. It kind of a uh, almost reminds me of some of the pre- depictions of Krypton, where all the families wear similar clothes and crests. Um, and we see the Zan and Jaina family sitting around for dinner. Uh, Exor has conquered every social problem imaginable. 
but the food is pretty bland, mostly protein globules, globules, protein balls. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot like Sweden, actually. <laughs> and Exorians are a modest and sensible people. We're a pretty quiet bunch, and the class is getting bored. So they're hearing about a, 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 an alien planet, and they're bored. Oh, yeah. So that tells you about the DC universe, that it's just, eh, aliens, whatevs. Yep. And then he starts telling, unless there's a thunderstorm. And whenever there, and a thunderstorm happens, and all the their Exorians' eyes are lighting up, looking at the sky. Yes. And he's all... Whenever there's, a, whenever there's a thunderstorm, Exorian adults will drop whatever they're doing and start tearing off their clothes, driven <laughs> mad with thunderlust. Exorians writhe together, bonded into a single rhythm. That would be with a the great night. name for a band, by the way. Thunderlust? Yes. Thunderlust. And so, yes, they're changing shape. They're, they're getting busy. and getting monkey so, with and, and now the class is paying attention. Mm-hmm. Now the class pay attention. Men like you're about to become, puke, actually. Men become women, women become animals, and the night throbs with their pleasure. Okay, uh, Zan says the teacher. Many body fluids. Oh, <clears throat> oh, she's very nervous. All mm-hmm. right. Thanks, Zan. That's all the time we have for today. The bell rings. Yeah. Any he body fluids no... are involved, he says. That apparently. And he would know because we get into that later, though. Yes. And so they're walking outside. They both have their backpacks on, and they've got their traditional Zan and Jaina outfits on, which is really stupid, but whatever. And though she didn't have it on in the school, he did. He yeah, was wearing his... That doesn't make sense, does it? She was like in a secret identity. Yes, she had glasses on and stuff. Like, who am I? But she had to still had the pointy ears. Mm-hmm. And she saw how was school today, twin brother. I don't know, pretty normal. Was, Looking forward to starting work, though. It was a, yeah, ri- it was I- a rice picker accident. <laughs> Don't you remember that? What? You never remember that? It was one of those ones where they were on a planet that was like Earth, and, and he had he'd been wearing a sock cap over it over his ears. Him and Kirk, you know, and they. Oh God! Yes. Yeah. 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 They yeah. took the head off, and it's like, what happened? You? Uh, it was a rice picker accident. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway. I, I'm going to repeat my my what I said earlier. Nerd. Yes. Absolutely. Um, okay. That's me. So, uh, they show up for their internship at the Hall of Justice. So, again, this is in DC continuity, I think, because this they've they're now using the Hall of Justice again uh, in the books. Yes, in Justice League books. Um, so we switch to the interior, and we the the Trinity is talking. Batman says, "What did you say their names were?" Superman says, Zan and Jaina. And Wonder Woman says, and what are their powers? Changelings. That could be useful, says Batman. And Superman's looking a little sheepish, and he says, yeah, well, she can change into animals, and he morphs into water. And Wonder Woman and Batman are looking skeptical, and Wonder Woman says, water? They got that. uh, Yeah. If this was an animated show... There'd be a background noise of blink, 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 blink. <laughs> there sure were. On Titans Go, there'd be a... Yeah. Hmm. Mm. And then she saw, that's uh, underwhelming. I am underwhelmed. And yeah. Batman's head flips around. That's a... Uh, 
a uh, callback to the Young Justice cartoon. Yeah, I will finish this page and then let you take over. So, okay, uh, uh, Superman's uh, talking about what happened here. He says, "Their father and I go back. I'm going. I'm doing this as a favor to him." And their dad is saying, "I just don't know what I'm going to do. I can't stay here. Not after we don't know what the after is." Mm-hmm. And Superman's telling the story. Just Batman and Wonder Woman says, "I couldn't just leave them on next door. They'd be outcasts in their own land. Their lives would have been ruined." And he tells the dad, let me take them back to Earth. And he says, I've enrolled them in school. They've already been living here for months. Batman says, you could have cleared it with us first. Soup says, I know. I just figured I'd go right, go do the right thing first and work out the details later. And 1D says, that's usually Batman's house style. Yeah, no kidding. Bat- Batman walks off, so I understand. Just keep them out of my way. Yeah, does baby Darkseed uh, mean anything to you? <laughs> Kind of a dick, yeah, and, or OMAC, or any number. Not OMAC, uh, uh, Brother Eye. Yeah, yeah, yes. there you go. Oh, what's that guy's name? Aztec something? Aztec. Was it Aztec? No, in the next page. Oh, no, the guy walking, the walk, guy walking into the panel here? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Aztec something. Okay, anyway, so Superman's uh, walking through the Hall of Justice... And he's talking to Zan and Jaina, and you see Martian Manor is walking by them, and a guy from Super Friends that I can't think of his name, Aztec something. First thing that comes to mind is Puma Man, but that's Mystery Science Theater. Um, <laughs> uh, so, okay, so he said, uh, We created the Hall of Justice to act as a sort of dispatch center for, for super-powered heroes, so we don't all respond to the same crime if we don't have to. And it shows a... A guy robbing a bank, and you know, there's Hawkman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, one of the Green Lanterns, uh, Batman, or the John Stewart one. Superman and Flash there, and he's like, "Come on, really?" It's kind of funny. Yeah, a little, a little overkill for a one a one man bank job. Yeah, and then it shows, uh, and two extra heroes are sent to the crisis they're best suited for, and you see Black Lightning is talking on the phone. It's like, "Look, man, uh, you realize I'm an electricity-based superhero." You see in the background, there's a giant octopus out in the water. and uh, Squid. It's a squid. Oh, you're right. It is a squid. My bad. So, uh, says, yeah, well, uh, what is Aquaman up to? You know. So anyway, uh, so they show up at the control room. It's a relic from the past. It was once the nerve center of the Hall of Justice. We used to call this our supercomputer before, you know, cell phones. Now we mostly <laughs> need to listen to music. and See, Hawkman's at the mission monitor board, or whatever they're calling it. Uh, he's like, Superman! Like, we just discovered a body in the park. Congratulations, Zan says. And Hawkman's like, huh? Uh, dirty look. Yeah, dirty look. That's not really a congratulations thing. It's, never mind. Tell us more, Hawkman. He's like, you know, pinching his nose kind of thing. Like I do every day when I work. Um, it's almost like a face palm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Hawkman continues, body shows signs of temporal displacement and a quantum signature consistent with the fifth dimension. And then Superman screams, Mixoplick! Maybe not with the uh, puberty sound in his voice. It's, super- <laughs> it's okay, man. He probably has a little puberty going on. Yeah, anyway. Um, Superman grabs the microphone and says, I start singing, no, I'm sorry. Um, this is a code red. Everyone to the side of the temporal disturbance. Now! 
and Hawkman and Superman fly off. Uh, Jan's saying, should we just wait here? And, and uh, she says, uh, doesn't this bother you? And he's like, what? In fact, we're always just being dropped into situations without knowing what the hell we're doing. Uh, he goes, no, not really. And actually, that's called adulthood. Um, yep. So, you know, Zan's just spinning in the chair, which is exactly what I I was just about to myself. If I didn't realize, I'd be strangled by my own my, my yeah, own headphones. Here, I don't have a, much room to do. <laughs> of course, with all the trash I got, I'm a slob. Anyway, so uh, Zan turns around, starts pushing buttons on the uh, doohickey, the supercomputer, and he goes, "I wonder what's on TV." And he's like, "Uh, maybe let's check out the other stations." And he turns and he sees uh, uh, Justice League's getting zapped by a bunch of lightning bolts. Magic ones, I bet. And so Jayla, which I don't know why her name doesn't sound right to me. It's Jaina. Jaina? I know, it doesn't sound right to me. It sounds like it, it seems like I remembered something else, but oh well. Anyway. Uh, she's saying there's got to be some way, you know, it's like you read, you write a word and it doesn't look right, even though it is. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I'm getting with her name. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, maybe I'm thinking it was Jana or, I don't know, Jana. Anyway, uh, she's like, hello, supercomputer. And, oh my God, that's adorable. Nobody's called me that in years. How can I help you kids? I'm not as useless as they think I am, you know. And uh, she said, yeah, I know the feeling. Wow, it's so nice to have someone to talk to. The supercomputer's chatting it up. He looks like uh, yeah. uh, a flattened Pac-Man. Um, supercomputer, you record everything that happens in the control room. Of course, dear. In your databanks, do you have any, any record, even a mention of a trans-dimensional animal? Something I might shapeshift into that can drag somebody back to the fifth dimension? Oh, uh, gee, I'm afraid not. Would you like to hear some Philip Glass? <laughs> no idea who that is, but that's okay. Philip Glass? Oh God, look him up. He's awesome. He's a he's a composer. He did the um, the if I'm thinking of the right guy, he did the music for like Blade Runner. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. All right. Anyway, uh, Zen goes. Don't worry about it, sis. They can totally handle this. Besides, Zen's got bigger. Fish to fry. Yeah, he's talking about himself in third person. That's always a you know good show of somebody completely arrogant. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, like what she says. Like becoming the most popular guy in school. Uh, dare I court the abyss by asking how a thing would ever come to pass, she says. It says, I have a plan. It all starts with making a hockey team. And it shows like a uh, flashback or a snippet uh, in thinking. Because ice is looking a little rough today. Zan, get out there. You can count on me, coach. And she's like, hockey? Because when you know how to play hockey? He says, oh, I know what I know. And it's like he saw it shows him turning into the ice rink to make it smoother for everybody. Awesome. Oh, yeah. That's good ice. Damn fine ice. Big face on the ice there. Coach says, I'm indispensable. And then, oh, I love this, yes. 
First, I'm going to earn my varsity letter. Then I'm going to buy a cool pet. And he shows him uh, with shades and a uh, varsity jacket. Uh, and he has a gold leash around a crocodile or an alligator. You can't, can't really tell at this angle because, you know, nose. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finally get a totally sweet nickname that will sheer, uh, sear me forever into people's brains. Looking good, H2O. Okay. Within a year, I'll be running the place. God help <laughs> us all, she said. So, uh, Superman shows up and he's smoking and his outfits are all torn. Their outfits all turn up. You two should go home. Superman, what happened? We managed to hold Missile Pluck off for now, but he'll be back. See, I told you they could handle it. And they're all like, they got holes in their outfits and they got purple smoke coming off of them. Uh, so, okay, shows him at home, and it's the next morning, ready for school, sis? I suppose. We're still experiencing, and she's watching a weather report, says, we're still experiencing some light interdimensional warfare, so be prepared for purple lightning mixed with the afternoon appearance of death clouds. Um, that's... Yeah, that, that was in Cabin Boy. Was it? Oh, okay. I don't remember that. Yes. It's a, it's a very, it's a very dumb, hilarious movie with Chris Elliott. Ah, anyway. yes, okay. It's really, ba- it's really bad, but it's so bad, it's it, it it's turned the corner to, to, to great. That sounds familiar, but I don't think I've ever watched that one. No, don't unless you unless you're really really willing to shut your brain off. I mean, you have to take your brain, find whatever the off switch is, then turn the movie on. <laughs> okay, newly noted. Um, so they start walking, and Zan says, "Hey, want to race to school?" Are you serious? But now they're dressed. They're not. They're not yeah. in their uniforms. They're, they're in, not. They're in yeah, they're dressed like clothes. normal people, and they've covered their Spock ears up somewhat. At least she has. Yes. Um. And she goes. Are she you looks serious? Like Velma. Yeah. She looks like Velma with black yeah, she hair. She does with the with the glasses. Are you serious? We haven't done that since we were eight. And he's like, in our alternate forms. Oh, now you're making interest interesting. Okay, you're on. So. What are brilliant powers activate? And she goes, wow, that sounds terrible when you say it out loud. <laughs> hey, he says. And then they, they're changing into stuff. Kind of creepy. And he says, he's, as he's turning into water and going down a storm drain, he says, total refreshment. What's that? My new catchphrase. Uh, whatever. See you after school. Holden Spring. What? Okay. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Okay. So, um, Superman's giving a briefing, and he says he sent a memo to all of our members, and he needs to make sure that you put a cover letter on it. Uh, make it, no, sorry. Uh, CBS <laughs> reports, make aware of the limited options we have to do with Mixelplik. Either we track him into the, saying his name backwards, which would be great if we were stuck in a German fairy tale, or we use a tachyon trap. Oh, okay, well, that... That seems a lot more like. And real quick aside, Poland Spring is a brand of water. Ah, got it. Total refreshment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we, uh, uh, let's see, a tachyon trap. I wonder if that's like Ghostbusters. Looks like one. See the picture down there. The Ghostbusters trap. Uh, don't look directly into it. Don't look directly into it. Oh, I already looked into it. Don't cross the streams, man. Uh, Tachyon to the 
Can you believe they're making a Ghostbusters 3? I, I, I'm just totally aghast. Anyway. Actually, technically it's 4. True. True. Uh, God help us. Yes. Tachyons are the only subatomic particles known to traverse dimensions. What? They're faster than light particles. That's not even right. Ah, by fusing his quantum structure with a tachyon field, <laughs> we can open up, up our transdimensional rift and send a mixoplet back to the fifth dimension. Okay. Isn't that kind of... Well, didn't you guys break the source wall once? I'm not sure. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but opening a rift between dimensions is unpredictable. Every time we use this trap, there's 1% chance that we destroy the universe. Oh, oh, is that all? <laughs> it cure sounds worse than a disease. Is he worth taking that sort of gamble? Given what he's capable of and what I've seen him do in the past, I believe so. And then you see a picture of Zan and he's in the sewer. He was like, where am I? He's lost. Uh, yeah. So now we're He in. never made it. So Jan, Jan, Jan made it to the, uh, to the Hall of Justice in her... In her falcon form, but he never made it. Well, he was in the dumps. <laughs> All right. Mm. I'm going to let that one go, Chris. Yes. I really am. Okay, moving on. Uh, so Nick, uh, it's like all of a sudden he's at the track with Coach. And uh, note to self, the sewers on this planet are disgusting. Okay. Uh, uh, the Coach says, damn it, transdimensional death clouds. And you see thunder. <laughs> And then great Again, they, they have no, they have no, uh, they're totally nonplussed by anything yeah. uh, that weird. Again, mm-hmm. the, the kids had no caring about talking about a, an alien world, and the coach is like, death clouds. Again? Yes. Uh, yeah, great. The thunderstorm. All right, packing in, everybody. It, and then, like, Zan's freaking out. What's the matter with you, boy? It's, uh, it's, what is it? Thunderlust! Now on RCA Records. Anyway. Um, so now it's like real quick change. Uh, did you get Superman Mixoplex memo where they're putting the entire universe grift? This is insane. Uh, can we get just get out of here and it's like, it's like that's him. Damn, what's wrong? I got a nickname today. Really sad. That's great, isn't it? What is it? What you wanted? See you tomorrow, Thunderlust. Bye, Thunderlust. I'm telling you, that's a great band name. Yes, but the guy, the kid looks like Re- the kid looks like Reggie from. Uh... Yeah, he does. Archie comics. It's no use. Stay away from me, Dana. I'll just take you down with me. I can never come back here again. Gonna <laughs> take over now. Can I? Can I? Yeah, I was that Okay, so we're back at the Hall of Justice, and they're in the cafeteria. And there's uh, it looks to be look look who's delivering lunch there. Yeah, it I saw is. That. Um, uh, it's um. Uh, Skeets. Skeets, thank you. Yeah, I couldn't remember either. So it's it's a modified version of Skeets is delivering lunch around, and uh, Jane is having a heart to heart with Wonder Woman. I mean, so what? He got the he got his first Thunderlust. I can't believe that's the first time it's ever happened on this planet. Um, actually, it is. Says Wonder Woman. And he's up, and she's up. Jane is up. I've never seen him humiliated like this. He's usually inexplicably confident, and he walks in. And she says, this is actually a very special time in his life. Life, The Thunderlust, says Wonder Woman. And he walks in. Does everyone know? No, what? Asked uh, Superman. Zan got his Thunderlust, says Wonder Woman. This isn't happening. Uh, the Tachyon Trap is ready, says Batman. What's going on in here? Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're talking about 
You're going through puberty. Awesome. I remember uh, when so, I got my Thunderlust. What a day oh, that was. Oh, boy. I've been married for 29 years. <laughs> <but> still. <laughs> and Superman's all, Xana, uh, he became a man today. And Xana's all, just let me die. And uh, yeah, this is the, see, this is the part. This yes. is the part. So Batman is this page alone. Uh, so Batman's like, okay, is that all? And we get a flashback to a young Bruce Wayne sitting in class. Listen, when I was in high school, I had a crush on a girl named Becky Muldoon. I'd space out in English class, just dreaming about her. Uh, I'd even secretly written a love song about her, which I stupidly left on my desk. And it sits there. The teacher picks it up. And the teacher thought it was my poetry assignment. She read it to the entire class (laughs) to be sung to the tune of How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees. That was rather good, Bruce. And he is mortified. And Becky is giving him a side eye. Batman says, for the rest of the year, I was simply known as BG. And Batman, Superman's all, oh, that's bad. But Zan is feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, and Superman says, that actually reminds me of something that happened back when I was in high school. And he's Clark Kent. Young Clark Kent is strutting down the hall and says, there was a time when I thought myself as Mr. Smooth, king of the smooth operators. And he approaching a couple of girls in the hallway of the high school. And he goes to lean against the wall, but doesn't see that it's a door. He says, ladies. And he says, oh, what now? Might I? And he falls into the girls' room. Yes, that's awesome. Um, and he says, fortunately for everyone involved, the reign of Mr. Smooth was cut short. And he's telling Zan, high school is a buffet line of humiliation, Zan. Everyone gets a plate. Now, Batman says, yep. I love that, and I'm going to steal that. And that it's a buffet of a uh, buffet line of humiliation. Yes, I'm going to steal that. Yes, uh, Batman, so you'll be okay. And of course, Wonder Woman brings the room down, assuming, of course, we don't destroy the universe today. Uh, besides, after you graduate, you'll probably never even see those people again. Just a little perspective, kid. Okay, come on, BG. We've got work to do, says Wonder Woman. Oh, man. And so Xana, Jaina, and Supercomputer are chilling out while the super friends go off to save the universe or destroy it. Mm-hmm. And Jana says, So, you go back to school with me tomorrow? Yeah, I suppose, says Jan or Zan. And then in pops Mr. Mixopitlick. And he says, Super fools, you thought you could draw me into your trap. I am Mixopitlick. They're all, what the, what? Who the hell are you? Scourge of the fifth dimension. Behold the terror as I shattered the floodgates of space and time. And he starts to manipulate reality, forever unraveling the illusion of your pathetic four-dimensional minds. Your four-dimensional minds call reality. Your very existence scattered into the dissipating dust of the cosmos. He's he's monologuing. Mm-hmm. And Jaina turns to the supercomputer says, supercomputer, could you replay his answer to my question backwards and he does and i'm not even going to try and pronounce it but it's the it's his name backwards mixel pick like name backwards and it says blah, 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 my eye and he's all wait it's not supposed to work like and he dissipates and jane is all this is the guy superman warned us about i think so says jan zan crap damn it says miss mixel pick like as he vanishes hey good work sis thanks 
think I'm getting the hang of this place, she says, as she's sipping a latte. And next we have the League of Annoyance Attacks. And then we have a cool ad of from the Batman's Flash crossover. It's like, I don't know who's drawn by it, but it's very cool. And that's it. That was the first issue. And it was, again, we didn't even get to see really his power, their powers in action. She turned into a bird once and he kind of turned into water going down the, into the sewer, but. He turned into toilet was, water. Yeah, this was not a focus on them as superheroes. It was a focus on them as teenagers in the superhero world. Yes. Um, which is cool. Yeah, it was like, I mean, and this is this is why Murray would dig, would dig the or dig oh, yeah. this issue because it is a WB. Uh, oh, absolutely! Comic book, definitely. Yeah, they even look like Archies. Yes, a little yeah. bit. You're absolutely right. Yeah. A little uh, Legion Archies or Archie Legion look to it. I will pick up the next issue. I don't know. Is this a mini series? Is this like six issues? I have no, no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. I guess so. it just depends on you know. Who, uh, how it sells. Yeah, bunch it may of, miraculously turn into a six-issue miniseries. So. Yeah, there's a bunch of rumors going around that DC might be cutting everything down to 22 titles, but apparently that was already been uh, nixed by Dideo. I just and they all starred Batman. Yeah, no kidding. Or some variation on the theme. And And by the way... Yes. Detective nine Detective nine ninety eight really good. Just, yes, absolutely. I cannot wait. They're going to uh, talk about Planet Comic Con. They've added more people. Uh, Patrick Gleason. They just added him. And apparently, oh, cool. uh, you got to pay a shitload of money. But if you buy a VIP experience with Doug Monkey, you'll get a special, exclusive edition of Detective Number One Thousand. Last time I looked at one of the VIP experiences, there. Yeah. Yeah. Get like a you know one on one time with. I'd rather I I'm just gonna go. But. uh, Chimney Christmas. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Some of those photo ops are. Yeah. No. No. I I had contemplated a couple years ago. They had a photo op with. the captains from the uh, all the Star Trek series, that and I can't. Yeah, but it was. I think it was like five hundred dollars for the photo. I don't remember what I paid. It. I got a real good picture with uh, Michael Dorn, the guy who plays Worf. Yeah. Probably around two. Yeah. No, this was gonna. This was like this is with Patrick Stewart, William Shatner. Uh, Avery Avery Brooks and um, what's his name? No, what's her name? It I, it was um, I don't think Scott Bakula was going to be there. It was the, the um, um, Kate uh, Kate Mulgrew. Yes, yeah, that would be worth yes. it actually. So it was the four of them. It may have even been more than five hundred dollars. For some reason, Scott Bakula wasn't there. Maybe just because I don't know. No one cared for Enterprise, but um, well, I had it, a hard time with it, but. It's a lot more in canon than Discovery is, but that's all. (laughs) Don't start. Don't you start with me. Nerd, nerd, nerd. No, I I get it. I get it. I get it. Whatever. Uh, Anyhow, good comic book. Back to what we were 
we keep we keep diverging off on these these tangents. Uh, okay. Taking nothing away from the comic, it was fun. It was good. It was cute. Um, certainly, like I said, goes uh, some distance to redeeming Mark Russell and my for me. And the what the thing I was worried about, I didn't say this at the beginning. The thing I was worried about about reading this again is that I did enjoy it the first time through. I was concerned that on a second go through, as we started to look at some of the minutia, which we tend to do when we're reading these, mm-hmm. I would veer towards not liking it or i would find too many flaws but i uh, i didn't i still enjoyed it it was you know a solid b b plus comic for me so yeah yeah i i i liked it even better the first second time around like okay. i said i you know i didn't realize that bendis wasn't writing it and um i thought it was going to be a little bit more serious but uh, i mean the whole because fun but serious does that make sense yeah yeah I explained yeah that. anyway well, it's still good though still liked it. he's also he's also not going to be writing dial h that's the other the other wonder comic and oh, really? he's not doing that one yeah he, that's someone else but you know he like you said he's writing naomi and young justice but he will not be writing dial h or or this interesting very yeah. interesting well, he can't write everything. I mean, he's already writing. What did we say? What did we determine last week? It was like nine t- nine monthly titles. I mean, some of them are miniseries, but still nine titles in a month. At least that, yeah. It's crazy. Uh-huh. Crazy. Crazy. And that's not counting if a new Powers came out. I don't even know if Powers is still printing new um, issues. Though. They're not. He, he did a bunch of them, and it got to the point that they, he tried to restart it. And I have that in that trade, but right now he's they're just reprinting everything under DC's banner. Right, I think the third volume came out uh, last week, but uh, yeah, I don't think the and I don't think the show got renewed. I think they did their one season or whatever. No, it and and it. Did you ever watch it? No, it was on a channel that I I had. Yeah, it was like the PlayStation channel or something. I don't know. I. I, you know, I've, I'm a big fan of that series, and I've got, like, they put out six hardcover deluxe editions, um, which are, were bigger size than the trades, and they had, like, two trades each, and I had read, read five out of the six of those at, by the point that that came out, and it was a shit show. Okay. <laughs> they totally, I mean, they totally, it's like, they took. They did the same thing with it, kind of what they did with the Catwoman movie with Halle Berry. You know, the character never saw it. They were character. Well, I didn't either. But basically, they took something called Powers and bastardized it to the point where yeah. it was almost unrecognizable. The second uh, season was supposed to be better and closer to the comic. And I mean, it doesn't have to be exact. I mean, I'm all for that, like Walking Dead is. But when you change something so fundamentally that you don't understand what you're looking at, um, and it was just crap on top of it. So they were trying to make it super anyway. It was to- it was terrible. Well, if you want to see a good comic book adaptation, mm-hmm. there's a one on uh, it's a Grant Morrison mm-hmm. uh, book. It's called Happy. Yes, uh, I've heard about that. I need to watch it. The first season's on Netflix right now, and is. So good. It is so 
whole I oh my god i would watch i would watch it again it was i just finished i i, I wouldn't call it a binge watch because i but I, I watch it over the course of about two weeks and there's mm-hmm. 10 episodes i think so yeah, something like that, yeah. uh, not quite a binge but I, I i made it my focus show for a while there and it was so good it has that guy who used to be on um Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Yep. I can't remember the actor's name. Chris but Maloney. That's it. That's it. Um, he plays the main character. And, and Patton Oswalt uh, is focused, has a part in it as well as his uh, as his partner. Yeah, a friend of mine was saying it was pretty good. So. It is. It, your, your friend is right. Your friend is right. Give, give, him, uh, give him a high five. So. Right. So, anyhow. Give it a shot. Do. Um, and Umbrella Academy started this week. Yes, so, you need to watch it. As did, as did Doom Patrol. Yes, exactly. I, mean, I want to watch both of them. So. All right, then. All right. Awesome. Uh, totally, totally, totally went off on tangents. Oh, I, think, I don't think, I don't have a problem with that, really. I mean, talking about 50%. comics is what this is all about. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it for this week. As always, you can, uh, unless you're, you got something else. As oh, always, I was just going to say, remember, tell a friend, tell a friend, post a review on iTunes, on your, on whatever uh-huh. uh, you, you use for your podcasts. Um, you know, get us out there. You know, again, even if it's just a, hey, these guys are full of shit and they are a waste of time and I can't believe I just blew an hour because you know what? There's no such thing as bad publicity. That's true. That's absolutely right. All right. As always, you can send us an email at podcast at com and let us know what you think there. Or you can post stuff on the Facebook page, and we may or may not see it, uh, depending. Uh, or you <laughs> can uh, comment in the actual episodes and let us know what you think there. And that is it for this week. We are for me. out. <laughs>